0: All right, what's going on, everybody? Keith Nieber with Auburn Undercover and 24-7 Sports. And I'm laughing already. We're not even into the podcast yet because our guest, Steve Wilfong, National Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports, is on the other side of the screen with me. We're kind of simulcasting this. It'll be a podcast. It'll be on YouTube. And he he always makes me laugh. It doesn't take much. All he's got to do is crack a smile, and I I burst out. But, uh, Steve, we're lucky to have you today. You're, again, the National Director of Recruiting 24-7 Sports. You've been there since the very beginning with 24-7 Sports. We brought you in because Auburn's got two new commitments, two recent commitments, one on February 1st, Holden Gurner, 2022 quarterback. And he just moved up in the rankings, and obviously you're on the rankings team, so we wanted to talk to you about him. And then just on Thursday, Powell Gordon, a three-star linebacker from Auburn High, committed to Auburn. And he got his first ranking this week, and you were part of that process as well. So first of all, Steve, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Keith, my man,
1: I know you're chomping at the bit to hit some golf balls here uh, uh, down there in Georgia. The weather is probably back to good for you. uh, uh, And hopefully you will get a
0: chance to play together this coming year. Yeah, it's been pretty, it's been a pretty mild winter, to be honest with you. Then I go down to Florida to see my mom once a month. And So it's been really warm down there. So I've had plenty of chances to hit. I've got blisters on my toes. (laughs) Everybody's working. I'm hitting golf balls. But, But Steve, let's get to the real reason why you're here. Of course, let's these two big commitments from Holden Gerner committed on February 1st to Brian Harson and the Auburn Tigers offensive coordinator, Mike Bobo was heavily involved in that recruitment. And at the time he was a three-star quarterback, but really was coming off of a big junior season, uh, 2,700 yards passing 68% completion rate, 27 touchdowns, three interceptions, big arm kid from Benedictine school in Savannah, Georgia. You liked him all along, but then you got a chance to see him in person recently. What'd you think based on film and then in person?
1: Yeah, well, seeing him in person, he's a big, strong kid that can throw the hell out of the football. I mean, he's one of the stronger arm quarterbacks in the class that I've seen so far, but it's more than just his arm talent. This is a young man that showed tremendous improvement from sophomore to junior year. You talked about the close to 2,800 passing yards. He only had 1400 as a sophomore. He only had to throw the ball 30 more times to nearly double his production. So he's seeing the field a whole lot better, getting the ball to wideouts in positions to make plays. And, and, and they're just moving the chains at a, at a much better rate uh, uh, with him, with him throwing the football and, and uh uh, um, the completions just went up, you know, uh, 70 more completions uh, than the season before. So that that completion percentage shot up uh, as well. But even more importantly, Keith, the touchdowns, uh, um, the touchdowns went up from 14 to 25, and, and those interceptions dropped from 12 to three. So, uh, taking much better care of the football. Uh, and I talked to him afterwards. He just said he just matured and, you know, obviously pointed to his decision making as, as the big thing. And even like he said, the obvious, I tried to limit my interceptions, and that helped a lot. Yeah, man, don't turn the ball over. Uh, but really, I think just being, you know, I think they were more vertical he was much more of a vertical threat uh, as a junior. And then in Myrtle beach, seeing him over the weekend in that seven on seven setting, I don't know if anyone fit more tight window throws than him. I mean, the, the velocity he throws the football with and the way he sees the field, I think that um, um, he's a fine quarterback and, and his commitment kind of really went under the radar. You know, you see Gunnar Stockton commit to Georgia and he's the Ballyhooed guy in the state. Uh, uh, Auburn makes this quick pivot to, to Holden Garner, who's a three-star at the time and, and commits him. And, and that could end up being a big get for Harshan and Bobo and company as, you know, they start bringing in their guys for their Arb- Auburn football program.
0: See, if you touched on his arm strength a little bit, you've covered so many quarterbacks through the years. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, those guys, guys like that, guys with the huge cannons, how strong is his arm? And granted that's not the end all be all for a quarterback. I mean, I think sometimes we forget about how much of it comes down to what's in between the years. You know what I mean? Arm strength wise, what'd you think? Well, arm strength wise, I mean, you got to have the talent. First of all, I mean, we have seen a lot of guys
1: with talent fizzle out, but it's hard to even get in the game if you can't if you can't do certain things and and he can do certain things and, and but we talked about the development that he had completion percentage way up touchdowns up completions in general up interceptions way down and, and so I like the way it's trending for
0: Holden and would think that he'll have an even better senior year uh, with this trajectory. Good, good points. We appreciate all that, uh, Steve. The minute a guy gets ranked, that minute a guy goes from a three star to four star, everybody's happy the fans of that team and and of that young man are happy for a few minutes. But then it almost immediately shifts to, okay, how does he get up even higher? So from your point of view, as a guy on the rankings team at 24-7, so it's one of the big voices in the industry, what does Holden Gurner need to do to take that next step to even become a higher ranked guy? Maybe it doesn't happen. Maybe it does. Maybe he goes in the opposite direction. We can't predict these things. But to move up, what would you as an evaluator, as a ranking person, like to see? But we already know what the film says, and I think uh, uh, my colleague
1: Gabe Brooks has the stat, but I think Holden Garner's uh, pass attempt to interception ratio was the lowest of our top ranked quarterbacks. Don't completely quote me on that, but he's in the top he's in the top two or three in that category so we so we know what he did on his junior film and we know what that looks like the next thing for Holden is going to be this camp circuit deal right elite 11 is uh, elite 11 Atlanta's in a couple weeks he's going to get a chance to throw alongside some highly uh, recruited passers in in that setting and then hopefully he's he advances in that Uh, uh, I think he's going to be part of this quarterback collective series uh, as well so hopefully we get a chance to see him uh, at that as well and so just getting a chance to see hold and throw next to other guys that are, are playing that are also highly ranked and, and getting a chance to see how they stack up in those settings will be big and then of course that senior year progress that, that, that we just talked about and what kind of uh, a trajectory he'll have in his final high school season.
0: I mean it really does at the end of the day more importantly than anything else more important than anything else, is how a guy plays on Friday night, right? I mean, he's got to have all the tools, but then he's got to go out and be able to – those tools have to be applied to Friday night and get those things done. Uh, Intelligence-wise, you're looking for bright guys to play quarterback. You're looking for guys with leadership skills. I mean, I know you you were around him for a couple of days. You haven't uh, known him forever, but just initial impressions on him as a as a, as a guy, as an IQ guy, as a, a guy that could potentially be – uh, a leader of a team. I mean, what would just, you know, is he an intelligent young guy? Is a high IQ kid. What do you, what do you think?
1: Well, I, I think he is, you know, uh, I, I can speak to the second thing better. He was much, he was fiery in that seven on settings, Keith setting Keith. Uh, he was, uh, he, he, he was, uh, um, uh, as I struggled to, uh, say your name there, it made me think of, uh, Made me think of my kid Keith, who has a has a funny nickname for you. Let's not get into this, but because uh, our con- our conversations behind the scenes are typically PG thirteen, uh, um, and uh, don't cuss Keith is the nickname that we have around the house for Keith Niebuhr. But anyway, uh, uh, Holden. Uh, he's fiery, man. I mean, he's directing traffic pointing where receivers should go. Uh, uh, If they're not where they're supposed to be, you can see the angst in him as he's trying to almost will them to the spot. He wants them to be at where he's going to throw the football. So I do think that he has those leadership qualities and and traits uh, uh, that you, that, that are coveted at the position. And then the other, the the big reason why I think he chose Auburn uh, in addition to just the, 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 the stage uh, it, it is within the sec is Mike Bobo and Brian Harson and and those two guys being former quarterbacks, those are the kind of guys he wants to learn under and and get better from.
0: All right, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back again. I'm Keith Niebuhr, and we are joined by 24-7 Sports National Director of Recruiting, Steve Wiltfunk. Give us a couple seconds. we got to pay some bills.
1: Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.
0: And we're back. (laughs) I got to make Steve laugh if we can here. All right. So uh, we do these things. We put them on YouTube. We put them on Apple iTunes. We kind of try to get the best of both worlds here. Steve, again, thanks for joining us. Auburn had a commitment Thursday, a kid a lot of people really like. Uh, Powell Gordon, three-star linebacker, was an edge rusher predominantly last year at Auburn High, just uh, gosh, just a few minutes from the Auburn University campus. Uh, but, boy, the stats are pretty good. First of all, his team finished uh, state runner-up to the the team Thompson uh, in Alabama that's got so many Division One prospects. And really Powell, most people would say, probably had the best game of anybody on the field that night. Uh, but uh, 14 sacks last year. 30 tackles for loss in 13 games. Steve, this is 88 total tackles, I should say. At Auburn, they're probably going to move him to inside linebacker. But this is a high production guy, so he had no ranking when the week began because, as we're trying to get caught up on all these guys across the nation, it's still very early in the cycle. Now he's a high three star. What did you guys see in him? And uh, and by the way, I happen to think that's a pretty pretty good ranking. I happen to think if you're a high three star, people think you're pretty doggone good. But what did you all as a team see, and what did you personally see in Pal Gordon to make him, uh, you know, pretty good ranking there, pretty good initial ranking especially?
1: Well, I think he's a guy that you could certainly make a case for as a four star with that grade that he has. He's certainly in the discussion. I just can't wait to see Powell in person. And I know some of our other staff members feel the same way, because when you turn on his film, I mean, he is an extremely twitchy football player. He plays with the tenacity. He's physical. I just love his short area burst. I I think that anybody that is a plus pass rusher from any position, you know, you, the way offense is being played right now, any, if you have guys on your team that can get offenses playing behind the chains, uh, 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 those are the difference makers and Powell Gordon's that kind of player, certainly uh, on the prep level with the 30 tackles for loss and, and, and the 14 sacks. And he's just in the backfield in a hurry. I mean, he is one of the quicker players, uh, in the country. And, and he's got that change of direction in that short area burst. And it's a really good pickup for Auburn. And and when you turn on the junior film and, and you only see 12 offers, you just wonder, I mean, to be honest, I didn't watch his film until kind of later in the process either. I think he's a guy that was kind of just missed and, and Auburn locally, you know, was, was able to secure him because I think if more teams had watched pal Gordon's film,
0: he'd be much more highly recruited. Steve, uh, you know, locally, Auburn's got a lot of good players this year to recruit from. I mean, there's, there's Eston Harris, the kids in Columbus, Elijah Pritchett, uh, gosh, uh, Quinshawn Judkins, Curtis Perry. Uh, you know, but Powell Gordon just seemed like a guy that they wanted to take. They, they, they They're trying to lock down the backyard there. You saw him as an edge rusher. You saw him get to the quarterback. Do you think personally that those skills, he can apply them to inside backer?
1: Well, those are the as, as important as traits as you can have. But I do think that you, you can see on film that he does have the movement. But uh, I, I mean, he's going to be able to crash down on the run and be physical in the middle and, and uh, uh, be a guy that's shooting in gaps and, and uh, you know, just being a handful for, for offensive linemen to try and block in space if they have to. Yeah,
0: I, I've seen some people say he could get stronger, but then you know we saw that both of us. Yeah, 500 pound squat. A I mean, legit
1: that's... squat too. That wasn't no <laughs> half squat. That some of these kids like to put out. Yeah. Here I right. and look. If you anytime you got 500 pounds on your back and you're half squatting it, it's still impressive. Don't get me wrong, but you need to be able to roll a marble from your knee down uh, uh, your thigh, and, and you can do that with Paul, Paul Gordon when he's squatting. All right, Steve's got
0: a lot of work to do, so we're not going to hold him forever. But Steve, just a couple of rankings, generic rankings questions that I get a lot from readers. You know, what is it, you know, obviously every position is different, but what are some of the main things that you as a rankings person are looking for in a kid? And then also what's more important to you? Or or, let me, let me try to figure this out, how to word this long-term physical potential, obviously how far the body can take you versus current productivity. So you're weighing all these things, but what to Steve Wilfong are the most important things you're looking for, regardless of position when it comes to ranking guys? Certainly
1: it varies from position, but I think that just in a nutshell, the first thing that I go to look for is to see how productive the young man was. Right. And, and so uh, um, I I think productivity uh, is a big thing. Multi-position is a big thing and multi-athlete is a big thing because when you look at these gentlemen that are getting drafted uh, in April every year, those guys are roll out of bed good in other sports and, and and typically were terrific athletes in more than one sport in high school. So I think that that profile is important uh, to this day, whether it's basketball, wrestling, baseball, or track. Um, lacrosse, I, I think that uh, how, how well a young man does in those is also an important thing to factor in. But then you start with the film and, and, and what does that look like? I love camp settings because uh, the more that – uh uh, college football recruiting has become relevant we've we now have a lot more opportunities to see these young men compete against each other in the same setting if you look at basketball rankings a lot of times those are pretty spot on and it's because with the aau circuit you're getting to see guys hoop uh in a in a in a venue that's pretty comparable to what it's going to be in college you know they're playing on the same size court it's the pretty much the same game Football, we're not really seeing the best on best and 11 on 11 totally, but within camps and and, and seven on seven and the opening finals and the All-America Bowl, Polynesian game and, and, and stuff like that, you're able to see these, these kids from one side of the country go up against kids from the other side of the country in similar uh, 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 settings as kind of a measuring stick in that regard. And then we're seeing out-of-state, a lot more out-of-state high school games, uh, a team from California coming to Florida to play. And so that's, that's helping also and, and, and to help us get better evaluations on kids, but verified athleticism is huge. Multi-sport profiles is huge and, and, and uh, position versatility, uh, uh, guys doing things, uh,
0: multiple things for their, their high school team is also big. I would say the number one complaint we get, and this is the last question, Steve, number one complaint we get on our message boards is this, why do we, and we're not the only ones, but why do we rank people based on how we think they'll do in the NFL, how we think they'll get drafted? Why don't we rank them on how we think they'll produce in college? But typically, that goes hand
1: in hand, right, Keith? I mean, if you're drafted high, for the most a, part, yeah, there's a good chance that you're going to be a pretty yeah. good, pretty good player uh, in in college. Now, certainly, there are times where there's a young man that has a great college career and and doesn't get drafted. But I, I think for the most part, uh, uh, the company philosophy has been under our former director of scouting, Barton Simmons, that they want NFL front offices at the end of the day grading our work. And, and so uh draft day is always big for us to see how we did with 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 this class and if you look at each draft we're, we're getting better and better and again it goes back to these all-star events and these camps and and these high school games being able to be played close to go and then really just access like I can I watched the Texas state finals from my home in Indianapolis on my regular cable network on Directv. so I'm able to you know watch out of state games with on all kinds of different platforms too so we're able to have much more exposure to these guys uh, uh, than than we were in the past.
0: All right. Well, Steve Wilfong, National Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. Thank you for joining us on the show. I am Keith Niebuhr with 24-7 Sports in Auburn Undercover. Make sure you check out Steve on Twitter. I believe, Steve, let me make sure I get this right off memory. S-Wiltfong, W-I-L-T-F-O-N-G wiltfong O N G. Two Four Seven. You nailed it, buddy. All right. And then, obviously, you can find his work at 247sports.com. Everybody, take it easy. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great rest of your week. Take care, y'all. Look forward to seeing you on the Barragueta